Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rival's pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step to 53342. New York, call the 24-7 Hope Line at 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
Welcome to another fun-filled episode of Black Opinions Matter, motherfucker. My name's Amino Hassan. I'm joined, as always, by Black Trey, Jay Skills, a big jerv. Hell of a show. This is a fucking deep-ass show we got for you guys today. The last day of the year when we recorded the first day of the year when you're listening to this. But first, patreon.com slash count the dings. Go there. All the extra content. First of all, if you listen to this episode for free, that means you listen to little chunks every single day. You got to wait till the end of the week. Don't do that. Listen to it all at once. Be a Patreon. You get it all at once right there on Mondays. It all drops together. Also, the Cinephobe rewatchingtons, the watch-alongs that we do for Cinephobe. We do that also for NBA games. We got the Cinephobe special edition episodes, the OG podcast, all sorts of extra content. Patreon.com slash count things. Make sure you lock in there. All right. We started the conversation today with Dave Chappelle's new stand-up special, The Dreamer, that dropped on Netflix today on December 31st. Here we go. All right, so Chappelle's stand-up, The Dreamer, came out on Netflix. The only reason I knew was because I was on Netflix for something else, and I paused it. You know, when you pause Netflix long enough, it starts showing you, like, hey, this comes out on December 31st or whatever. And so I saw Chappelle, The Dreamer, and I was like, Oh, I've probably seen that one. And it says December 31st. I'm like, oh, we got some new Chappelle. Okay. Put it on the to-do list. Put it in the chat. Here we are. It is. We're recording this on the 31st. We literally watched it this morning. Some of us, maybe last night when it turned midnight. But um, I mean, it's no surprise. Like, I think it's funny, man. Like, I I, I don't. I, at this point, it's like if you're angry at Dave Chappelle, I would say probably don't watch it because <laughs> the nigga doubles and triples down. He, 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 <laughs> I don't want to ruin it for the people who haven't seen it. I don't want to do spoilers, but I'm going to just say his opening joke and the setup to the joke is fucking phenomenal. Almost as phenomenal as the setup to the last joke, right? Where he's talking about, people's dreams that's the, mm-hmm. the 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 end of the the show is called the dreamer and he ends it with this really long story about living the dreams or whatever but uh again like i've reached a point where i'm like look i like dave chappelle so i think his shit is funny the people who are angry at dave chappelle are probably going to be angered by this as well and so it's just it is what it is i don't watch jeff dunham stand up with his puppets and shit so I can't get mm-hmm. mad. Like Jeff Dunham did the racist, uh, like a terrorist thing again. I'm like, I don't get mad. Like that's just shit. Like some people like that shit. All right, cool. I like that, funny people. That's a that's a random ass comedian to bring up. But I went I went to middle school with his daughter. Oh, for real? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, you niggas call you niggas call me fucking uh, Forrest Gump. That nigga Jason, bro. <laughs> nigga Jason always got a, a random ass random ass one off story. But, you know. But that nigga came to do uh, a set at, at our middle school. At the school? At the school, yeah, yeah. Uh, because, you know, his, co- I mean, it's not, like, super, like, adult. Like, I guess he can't get into that territory. But, like, with the puppet, it kind of lends itself to, like, more of a kid-friendly right. setting. Um, I didn't know the nigga was, like, a professional comedian until that moment. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, oh, so you just thought he so you, you just thought, thought he was dad? just testing, yeah, yeah. Just testing shit out with you? Well, yeah, I just thought, well, no, when he got on stage and then everybody started talking about it, I was like, oh, okay, I guess he's 
like a and, and, and how and how old were you when this did you I like, like school jokes I, I was like 11 or 12 i don't remember it being especially funny i mean i was a fan of chris rock at the time ironically <laughs> enough like this is this would have been 97 ish you know what i'm saying somewhere around i like there. the idea of, of jason seeing like this dude walk off stage like sheila daddy's a comedian <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Philippa, that was her name. <laughs> hey, Philippa, is that a comedian for real? <laughs> exactly. That's kind of how it was. But nah, um, but yeah, it was just random as fuck, man. That I don't know. Do y'all think he funny? He kind of like whatever. Who y'all talking about? Jeff, Jeff Dunham. 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 I gotta Google with the, the ventriloquist nigga. That's you don't have to yeah. Google. It's the ventriloquist nigga. I was gonna like say, this, it, there can't be is, a million of these guys who aren't walking around. See, Trey, don't, you don't even know who you say. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you don't know, know the ventriloquist nigga. That's what I'm saying. I was a I was a black comedy like watcher, and then like obviously Jim Carrey and uh you know like the popular Chris Farley's of the day. Yeah, I just so Google them. So never seen a man a day in my life. Exactly, bro. So this imagine <laughs> me, eleven year old, coming from South Central, watching Martin. And you know what I'm saying? Like all the regular nigga shit. I wasn't what I ended up getting into Seinfeld in high school. I wasn't into like that side of comedy. Yeah. You feel me? So imagine my surprise, this nigga gets on stage and everybody's like, oh wow, he oh, came and showed up, showed up. I'm like, who's this nigga? You're like, I've never seen him on Def Comedy Jam. Exactly. <laughs> he, hey, how many, hey, Jeff, hey, Mr. Dunham, how many, yeah, how many nights you done comic view? Right. <laughs> Earthquake's been on five times already. I want to say, I like shout out, shout out to Arnez J. That's one of the funniest <laughs> niggas on Comic View, yo. Arnez J. What's my, what's my other man? Uh, my man, my right? man who? No, 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 no. I, the my man from. Uh, I feel bad for forgetting his name. In next Friday, he plays fucking uh, Ice Cube's uncle. The one that won oh, the oh oh oh. That's what I, I always think about when they get comic view. He's funny as shit. He's funny as shit, too. Yeah, well, I yeah. can't think of that nigga name. I, I want to say you and Zach got me into comedy like that. I mean, stand up comedy? Like broader, like oh, hitting shows. Oh, you, uh, you, you, you put him on the white comedy. We're just talking about that. Don Curry is his name. Don, Don Curry. Curry, yeah. Don okay. DC Curry. So, yeah. like, DC Curry. Amin, Zach, Katie Trenilia, Andrew Byrne. Uh, who else? I'm just trying to think that had me actually hanging out in Hollywood clubs. This is when club, I this yeah. is when I this is when I connected with Jason. So like when I was living in Beverly Hills, we didn't. I had I didn't know what to do. I was my first time living in LA since I moved for college. So when I came back, I'm like, all the basketball players gone to their respective cities. I'm living in LA. I don't have a like an actual crew to hang out with. And the means like, oh, I'm about to catch this show. Or me and yeah. Zach are about to go over here. And then I found myself hanging out at the, the comedy club, Hollywood Improv. Mm -hmm. I'm going every other day. Like, just catching shit. I remember remember when Chappelle put up? Randomly. I wasn't, I wasn't there. Yeah, oh, I missed, missed that one. one. Okay. I missed that one. I've never I was seen like, Chappelle in a, in a I'm club. I'm like, this nigga is me. He's smoking cigarettes. I mean, this motherfucker coughing. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but the one we did go to, we was in the back and it was super uncomfortable. Like the, the jokes were super uncomfortable and I loved it. And I had the greatest oh, time. It was, some it was I, I remember the shit. It was at the improv and the nigga was mm -hmm. bombing. <laughs> nigga was bombing and me and Trey, the only people in the room laughing. Everyone else was just silent. <laughs> were y'all laughing because he was bombing or y'all were laughing because it actually A little bit of funny. both. A little it's, bit of both because people point, were too yeah. serious. 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. we had we had reached 2018 was like post Trump. Like you know what I mean? So motherfuckers was like not everything. Me and me and me like like <laughs> that, that shit was funny. Like yeah. we in the back just fucking having a time. But everybody else was just like, oh, he pushed it too far. And I like, I'm an uncomfortable comedy person. I like too far jokes where I'm like, "Mm." and I feel like Chappelle gave us a little bit of this in this special. You know what I mean? Where I was like, nigga targeting this community now? Oh, he wild. (laughs) That shit shit so funny, man. (laughs) He wild, nigga. I think when he he came back and he hit another fucking LGBTQ joke (laughs) and he said, the nigga in the back is like, I, I came for these jokes, not this. I didn't know I was a target audience. <laughs> that nigga spitting. Hey, he had a picture. He had a picture with the nigga from from yeah. Congress that he was yeah. shooting on at the yeah. end. Did I see the photos at the end. Yeah, and I, that, yeah. I thought that was dope, man. I was. Yeah. It was nice to see kind of like little Nas X and all that shit. And, yeah, and, yeah. And the nigga, you know, even the nigga Cena. That's his fucking. What are his producers? Oh right, right. We talk about the. Per- I think yeah. of a Persian new new name Cena. It's a real person, man. Yeah. So, Shit. but it's funny because, like, Chappelle does this thing where it's like some of his shit is like really big, big, big picture, deep thought kind of, like, wow, man, this this nigga really breaking down society and shit like that. And, and then sometimes it's just a dumbass joke, man. Mm-hmm. And it's like I I like the dumbass jokes. Even more because I'm like, yo, this thing is just like us. Like, not everything has to be the greatest tapestry ever mm-hmm. composed. Sometimes you just drop a joke, and then nigga said the FaceTime. He opened, he opened his how he opened his wife's FaceTime. Oh no, her. Uh, oh my god, facial recognition on the phone. Like, it's just a dumbass joke, man. Yeah, it's <laughs> relatable though. Funny. It's very relatable and human. Like, uh, yeah. you know, what I mean? that nigga said, "I'm yes, brought nigga. it back." And, like, and then he brings it back on I'm himself jealous. too, mm-hmm. on himself. Yeah. Sick nigga. Nah, man. Like if you if you like Chappelle, again to all the listeners, if you like Chappelle, you're gonna like this shit, man. I'm not saying it's his best ever, but it's funny. Like it was that's all it was good. It was good. I'm gonna put it up there from the from recents. What do y'all think about what he said about I don't think I like of the recent one, the last couple, I don't think it's as good as some of the other ones. It's much more lighthearted for sure. Mm-hmm. The other ones. That niggas they're, half preaching and they're, half they're, he- they're heavy, but I don't love heavy. that. That's that's what I'm saying. Like I felt like this one was like comedy. Was just, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was get to the point. The other ones, the nigga was he was yeah. being masterful. He was showing there's levels to this shit. Yeah, I can also yeah. talk about important shit and be funny. This yep, shit yep, was yep. like, oh, if I'm a casual, I'm fucking with this one. Yep. Yep. What did y'all what think about his his whole thing about like being a powerful dreamer? That was the part I felt the most, honestly. Yeah. Like sometimes I feel like he doesn't do enough jokes, you know, but he he hits with his stories. Like his stories always hit. And so when he did that, um, what was it like iceberg slim story in, in the yeah. one where he was in the comedy club? Like that was one of my that's probably one of my favorite Dave Chappelle, like post Chappelle show moments. And like I felt like the powerful dreamer thing was something that like spoke to me like. I like when an artist says a thought that I've had, but haven't been able to express before. And like, he did that, yeah. you know? And I think that's a great like attribute for like an amazing artist. Like he says something that was so obvious that nobody had really put it in that, in that terminology. And then he, he found a joke in it too. You know what I'm saying? The joke with the nod shit and all that was, yeah. was a good little, you know what I'm saying? Dismount. <laughs> you know which video. 
<laughs> when he said a nigga like C3PO, that was funny. <laughs> Trey, what, what was your favorite part of the... I, I know what my favorite shit was. I mean, not to give too much, bro. Like... Yeah. Just like the uh, general. Man, the, the nigga was talking about Baltimore, man. <laughs> like, because I, I just recently hey. was just... I was just I recently out in Maryland, so like... I, it, it stuck a little bit out because, like, again, I ain't spent barely enough time, but I start getting it the next, the last time I was just in the DMV area, and I was like, I get that one. <laughs> like, Yo, I understand. Said, that nigga said Tupac mama yeah, looking for Tupac a better life nigga and move, move from Baltimore to Oakland. Like, let that shit in. That was probably the best joke of the show, actually. That was probably the best joke of the whole show. Oh, uh, shit. It's like, <laughs> we in D.C. have been through some hard times. It's like, Baltimore's still there. <laughs> Uh, Jared, what was your favorite favorite bit? Now I haven't seen um, this twice. Yeah. Uh, what was what uh, was new? Let me ask you this: What was new? What was the stuff that you hadn't seen? I want to say the the Will Smith Chris Rock. Yeah. Um, because I think that happened after the Roots picnic. I I, I believe okay. right, but like the the way he told intertwined that joke, he did it a different way. So that was mm-hmm. dope to see him take a current event and then still make that go with his joke or whatever. Um, but for me, I, I would say probably for me, the, the best joint was, um, was I, I like the, the, the safety deposit box. <laughs> Cause I, I remember hearing I, when he said that, like I lost my mind. Yeah. I lost my yeah. mind. Right? Cause like, that's, it I, makes sense. I, I like that shit a lot, man. Like, Bitch, you looked in it. <laughs> uh, no, my favorite, my favorite, I think was, the Will Smith Chris Rock thing because he had all of these opinions about what happened to Chris Rock that he gave Chris Rock shit for and then he said the shit happened to him and then all the other stuff that comes after that obviously that story with his wife too comes in the aftermath of the him getting attacked at the Hollywood Bowl um it's just it's funny that to me you know what in a way that's what I was missing from Chris Rock's shit Mm-hmm. Remember when Chris Rock, his shit finally came out and it, most of his special wasn't about that. And then at the end, he starts addressing it. And I thought he addressed it like, oh yeah, he made some jokes, but he was making a point. Mm-hmm. When I really, I wanted him to have fun with it the way Chappelle had fun with this shit. Where he was like, and then fucking Diddy come out and, <laughs> and then they, they all started whooping his ass and, shit, and he started shitting on his security guy for fucking <laughs> busting his ass with them yeah, little Yeah, I, I Travis, like, like I wanted Chris Rock to have fun with it. I don't know if you guys saw John Mulaney's special that came out maybe like almost like maybe a year ago. I started watching it. I didn't finish it. Dog, it's funny as shit because he talks about, he's funny, but it's even funnier because he talks about his friends having an intervention and entering him into rehab. And one of the jokes he says is like, he got, he gets into rehab and like one of the people like introduces themselves and they say, what's your name to him? And he's like, Oh, I see what we're doing here. We're doing like the, Oh, okay. Okay. Oh yeah. Like my name's John. Like, <laughs> and then she asked him, right, what do you do for a living, John? And he's like, are you fucking serious? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, took offense. Like, even though he's like, he, I said, I went in with like a low profile. I didn't want anyone to recognize me. But when she asked me what I do for a living, like, are you fucking serious? So it's like, he saw about some real ass shit that happened to him. He lost his fucking marriage and he lost job opportunities and like motherfuckers like got 
scandalized. They wrote a whole fucking New Yorker shit about him, and he was high as fuck when they interviewed him. But about John Mulaney? John Mulaney, the nigga. Yeah, John Mulaney. Yeah, John Mulaney was going through it, bro. Super Pete. Never heard of him. For for what? What was his fucking choice? Fucking blow, dude. The way they got him to the intervention was they told him this motherfucker was supposed to do Saturday Night Live and was like <laughs> fucking literally left hair and makeup to go get some blow. Like fucking nigga was on his, he street. was on his he was on his Chris Aaron. <laughs> this nigga was super like super fucking fiending, right? So the way they got him to the intervention is they told him, yo, we got some blow for you here. And the niggas show up and they see everybody get confused and yeah. they start and he's in like 15 minutes in and was like, so to be clear, there's no blow here. Like, yeah. we just doing, there's not blow at the end of this shit. <laughs> right. So, again, like, this was like some serious shit that happened to me. He was in the news or whatever, but like, his fucking special was just fucking making fun of the shit. Right. right? And I, so that's all like, I feel, yeah, man, I'm like, you know what, man, that's, not to tell comedians how to do their job, but that's your job, nigga. Like, I don't want to hear you explain yourself. Right. Because I don't I also don't want to, I also don't want to hear you complain. Like, or when complain. I feel like when I feel like you're complaining, you lost me. Dog. And my intro Martin, to Mulaney was like him like being a 30, 30 something comedian and then the relatability of being in your 30s and the shit that the the the, the content that he was talking about. That yeah. lured me in. Then when he went fucking down, and I was like, "No," because this is like this is my new guy. And then now yeah. he's he's back, and he's you know he's doing his thing. But like the vulnerability was the was the so part. Like Martin Lawrence, run tell that yeah. fucking hated fire. that shit because the oh, nigga that's was fire. Just, to me. I hate. He was, I hate that second one. That nigga was complaining that's where he the had whole the fucking, fucking time. The suit he had the suit that's on. The, that's Brown, the second the brown, one, right? Brown suit, yeah. That's the second one, yeah. Well, yeah he was, nah, he that was, was complaining. Cool. That nigga nah, was complaining I, I, the whole time. I remember man. when that shit came out. I love that. I, he was like, cooked though. That's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what it was, was when they came out, bro. Out. You was so hyped. You was hyped to have him back. Remember that was yeah. his hiatus. But yeah, if you really look after, at that one, yeah. This I'm telling you, this is him coming back after yeah. the jogging and the trash bags no, and all that shit. I know exactly where that intersection is again in the Valley of LA, like right by Fatburger. Just saying. But I remember, yeah, because this was also after Kings of Comedy. So Kings of Comedy had blew up in yeah. theaters. And I remember, like, it was the new theater comedy Yeah, you, like, go let's go see, you go to movie theaters. Movie theaters yeah. to, to see a comedy. And and Mar Martin Lawrence did this shit with Run Tell That. I went with my mom. I remember, like, the niggas was dying. I don't I don't remember the complaint factor. I remember him kind of making fun of himself being high. In the middle I was, of the I was fucking with it, bro. Jokes. It's hella quotables in there. Yeah. He just was so cooked. He was cooked. <laughs> He was like at that motherfucking stage where you like, I didn't really could tell when people was on drugs at that particular age. Right. That nigga was still cooked. He was cooked. <laughs> I didn't know John Mulaney was on drugs. I thought the nigga Dog, was super square. Super. Yeah, no. Nah, he, nah, he gets like after the opera. Yeah, I thought he was on this P. Holmes shit and the nigga you know, was... Well, P. Holmes is fucking oh P. Holmes. I, I was a my, I thought I was about Pete. What's his name? <laughs> I, was, yeah, I don't know half the people's names y'all are saying right now. This is crazy. You don't know. Yeah. You, you don't know John Mulaney. You don't know P. Holmes. You don't know Pete Davidson. I know Pete Davidson, but I only know Pete Davidson because he was in the news. He's smashing. He's <laughs> smashing. Yeah, yeah P. Smashing. Holmes had, hey. a show, had a show on HBO. Uh, Yo, the, the the last line that had me crying that was relatable. That nigga said, "When the stripper tell you your real name, it's time to go home." 
That's so relatable, bro. I'd have been Deborah. Knee, Deborah. Knee, knee deep, knee deep in the fucking deep. strip club, nigga. Just ready to go home, but I'm just chilling with the homies, and then the strippers like, "Yeah, my my real name's not Hawaii. It's it's Patrice." And nigga, be in there like, "Hey, bro, I don't want to hear my uh, plans." It's funny because, like, he brought it back later. <laughs> like, who is? Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer. And I'm here to talk to you about ButcherBox. ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yo, speaking of being cooked, man, this nigga Antonio Brown. I know this ain't on the rundown, but I gotta, I gotta go to this shit because this nigga's got the funniest goddamn tweets just this week. Just this week. I just this week. And I don't no, follow he, this nigga. He, his nobody does. Me. It just be showing on your for you. He <laughs> yes. goes so crazy, nigga. He, bro, setting that nigga up, bro. Every tweet is a banger. Like. <laughs> Fuck them white bitches. <laughs> Just random. What? Like, what happened for that? No like, context. Was, no context. No, it was no context, bro. He just threw that out there. CTE in the pussy came too early is what CTE stands for. Amazing. Amazing. That's a hall, that might be Hall of Fame, too. I might have to go like all his whole little run before it because, you know, before it gets before lost it gets, in the scuffle. If I pay for your wax, you chilling with me until your hair grow back. I'm not mad at that one. That nigga's sick, dog. That's <laughs> fucking territorial. That's sick as hell. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> His quote tweets be hilarious. How you how you taking Christmas pics and I just fucked you last week? I mean, the man's got a point. I mean, that's wild. 
Oh no, I gotta find this next one. There's one that he had. I was I was dying. I was like, yo, this thing is out here really. Oh shit, where is it? No, nigga. Oh, by the way, he always tweets like it's like lyrics to a song. Yeah, I mean he is a rapper. He's a rapper. Put that. We might. We might. We might. We might get. I'm about to tweet him like, "Yo, can we get a CTE album?" (laughs) Came too early. (laughs) CTE came too early. Came too early. The album, bro. Pause if need be. Pause. I don't think there was a need be. It was a definite. No, because he was talking about pussy. Came too early in the pussy. He's like CT in the pussy. That's the line. But they trying to pause me for saying he came. Oh, they trying to pause you for saying it out of out yeah. of context. Niggas reaching like Space Jam over here. <laughs> <laughs> the the Madden cover is like this is the face you make when you bust a nut and she's still going. <laughs> I mean, yo, man, like this, this thing is he's out of control. I gotta find the one I saw it. If my nuts on your chin, then where my dick at? <laughs> thinking the thinking face with that. Oh, here we go. Hotel sex be different. You got to do shit you won't do at home, like nut on the TV. <laughs> yeah, crazy, that's crazy. That's a sick tweet. That's all the fame tweet right there, <laughs> for sure. You said nut on the TV, man. He tweeted that one twice. <laughs> You recognize his greatness. <laughs> Damn, not T.D. Jakes. I'm such a we, sucker. We didn't, we didn't cover that too much, bro, but T.D. Jakes had himself a fucking week the other week, bro. Yeah, he this did. Thing, yeah. That, that's some wild shit to, to come out, right? Like, imagine, like, watching the news, like, yo, damn. Wow, Diddy's all caught up in this Cassie thing, huh? Crazy. Oh, look at these stories of him being just awful to people. Oh, that's me. Hold on. What's that? The TGJ. What y'all say? What? Dog. <laughs> that man. My man. Like, did you be caught off guard like that? They just calling my man Power bro. Bottom. Nigga, yeah. the damn. Just so crazy. Bro, bro, but it all started from like a fake misinformation style TikTok video. I don't know if you saw it. Oh, the phone? Yeah, bro. No, bro, that's just be so tricky, bro. Like the way the internet works is so wild. If you really think about it, no accountability, bro. No, like they they literally like truth be told, I mean like they slandered this man whole name, whole career, everything, and it's all off a fake video and then hearsay. So it's like it's like a video. So it's a chick like she's on TikTok. Like, did you know, blah, 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 and it's the words. You know what I'm saying? You know, when you see the words on the video yeah. and somebody's, like, cutting every four seconds, you're like, okay, this must be real. And then, and then it's, like a, it's like a phone call from some, like, random person, like, saying he did this, this, and that to, like, I guess they're saying they're a journalist or something to corroborate her misinformation story, right? But it could just be me and you. you no, that's, that's, that's the crazy thing. Like, people will believe anything... They see, all right, that's going to do it for us here. Remember, patreon.com slash account to things. Subscribe. Make sure you're getting all the stuff, all the extra stuff. Have a happy new year, everybody. For Jason Madison, for Trey Edwards, for John Gervais. I'm Amino Hassan, reminding you to stay black, motherfuckers.